Hey, what's up, stoners? Uh, you're listening to I'm Too Effing High, the podcast with James Mastriani. I'm your host, James Mastriani. And uh, we've got a super fun episode today. Really excited about this episode. This, uh, this podcast is, of course, the show where I get comedians high and, uh, and we see if uh, being, being high makes them funnier. That's that's essentially the the whole premise of the show, and uh, with me as usual is my co-host DJ Blue Dream. Smoke weed every day. Oh man, that was funky. That was funky. I like <laughs> it was that. Glitchy. Yeah. Intentionally. Intentionally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Intentionally glitchy. Yeah. 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 Um. Uh, what's up? What's up, man? How you doing? Uh, you know, I'm all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Pretty, pretty high though. Yeah. I'm very high right yeah. now. I'm very high. Um, we, again, it seems, it seems like, uh, the, the common thing now is to, is to do two joints, right? Yeah. Started we off when we- hot, We go hot. <laughs> <laughs> is that the rule? Two joints? <laughs> you know, I, you- I don't know. I, it never started. It started as one mm-hmm. and now it's just gotten more- <laughs> There it is. I think that's why. I think that's what it is. I think the sublime hits all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You guys are members of the church of sublime. Yes, you we are. All the- Absolutely. <laughs> yep. All the rules. Yeah. yeah. Um, the church th- of sublime. This country is all about rules. Even <laughs> <you guys. laughs> it's funny how the church of sublime is also about what they don't do. Like we don't practice Santeria. Yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah. Do, you know, crystal balls. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm also surprised that guy ever had a million dollars to lose in one day. That's, um, <laughs> Um, I didn't realize they were that big before he died. I felt like they, they got bigger. Oh yeah. I should don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's just jump into our first segment really fast with weed news. Weed news. All right. So, um, so this is the first episode that we've recorded since, uh, since America went to the polls and decided on our future. Um, and, uh, so one good thing we will say that came out of this week is that marijuana had a really big victory. DJ That's right. Dream. Uh, marijuana has been declared legal in California. Yeah. And it, I was just, I was thinking, yep. you know, shit is really fucked up when California isn't celebrating the weed is legal. Oh, like, I know. Yeah. It's so in mourning that it's just like, we yeah, don't, we don't have time to celebrate that after fighting for so long. For, for so it. long. The stoners are so sad. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, I guess now that Donald Trump has won. There, uh, there's got to be racist stoners out there, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's got to exist. So this has got to be their Mardi Gras, right? If you're a racist mm-hmm. stoner in California or Nevada or Arizona or Maine, God, what a week for you. <laughs> what a week for you. I mean, fuck you, but what a week for you. <laughs> also, if you are tuning into this and you're a Trump supporter or whatever, uh, just so you know, there's a little bit of bias <laughs> on this podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I will not. Yeah, it's. Uh, I will not pretend. We're just a bunch of hundred percent bias. <laughs> this is a yeah. Uh, this is this is a a, a podcast for cucks only. <laughs> yeah. I'm too effing cuck. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um. 
Yeah. So, do you ever just wake up and feel so cucked? I'm just like, you're like, I wish, oh, I just wish like a, re- a white supremacist would come in here and tell me how to live because I'm such a cuck. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'll listen, man. I'll listen because I'm a cuck. That's what I do. I'm beta. I'm beta. Um, I didn't take the red pill. <laughs> I just want to get punched. Oh. Uh. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, I guess I guess the whole point of weed news this week is, yay marijuana, um, and maybe the war on drugs, uh, you know, boo, everything else, uh, for the most part. Yeah, it is a it's like a positive stepping stone. I think it's going to set uh yeah set in motion a lot of things, yeah. which is cool because California was on the forefront of that with medical marijuana when uh, California legalized it first. I think I think we were up. Was I think Massachusetts, Massachusetts and, first, yeah. 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 But that really set, set the ball rolling. I yeah. think um, Republicans just have to see enough of it to realize what a moneymaker it is. Yes. And That's then all of a sudden they're just going to be on board. But like they're going to... For some reason, it's taking them forever to figure that out. Yeah, yeah like, that's a good point. Because they I love money. Yeah. And they you, think you, they love having yeah. a reason to arrest people. And they love reason. monopolies. Yes. Like, they love the idea of white people now having a monopoly on weed sales. Yeah. Yeah. They should be in love with that. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and like, the you know, all their corporate friends and... You know, the uh, the major companies like that, that's that's all a victory for them. Right. It's like yeah. the, they should throw a party uh, for that. And I guess you have to give credit to the um, I don't know that I, I say this a lot, but give credit to the libertarians of the state of Colorado, man, because they, you know, they showed us the way that state yeah. has made a shit ton of money off their weed. Mm. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's do, you, beautiful. What, do you think like uh, the, the historical uh, suppression of marijuana in general, which is, you know, it's a plant. It's not like it immediately gives you the, uh, I, I don't know. It's not, do you think part of it is, I feel like when I smoke, uh, there is a part of my brain that's anti-authoritarian that wakes up more mm-hmm. right no, I, I don't know like it's willing to laugh at things it's willing yeah. to laugh to ridicule the yeah the, yeah the structures that you're that you're in the power structures yeah mm-hmm. um and i wonder if that's something they know about <laughs> I, they, yeah i really yeah. have been thinking a lot this week about how like they the way they conceive the world requires someone to like dominate every aspect of things like they only the see things in like a win-lose a hier- yes. scenario yes. or like yeah hierarchy so they're yeah. they're like yeah, they only want us to work together in a way where one person is like kicking the shit out of another person. Right. They don't, they can't conceive of like working together, like collaborating and having like common goals, I think. Yeah. Well, John Wayne wouldn't do that though. Mm-mm. He would yeah. just, he would just punch your horse in the face. <laughs> yeah. Like, why did we invent these cool guns if we can't shoot people? Like, yeah. I feel like that's their attitude. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just gotta use this. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, those voices that you hear, I'm going to introduce. Uh, I'm very excited to have them on the show, uh, DJ Blue Dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, what a what a perfect um, perfect guest to have this week uh, because they are both uh, the creators and founders of Reductress.com. Uh, which is a really great. Um, it's one of the funniest websites. Absolutely, if yeah. You haven't seen it? Go to it on your other yeah. browser window. Right uh, now. Yeah, reductors.com. And if if there's ever a time where we needed feminist based satire uh, in this country, I think it would be right now. <laughs> um, but I was telling uh, I was telling them earlier. I, I love the headline on reductors.com this week. Uh, this headline: How am I supposed to explain this to my children? Asks Melania Trump. <laughs> 
uh, is a very funny joke to me. I wrote it for you. <laughs> oh, that's uh, I just, for those that didn't see. I just got blown a kiss. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, on the, so let me introduce my guests. First up, we have Sarah Papalardos. <laughs> There's no S on the end. Papalardo. Yeah, but it sounds, like, sounds like an island that should exist in the Mediterranean. It so does. I'm game. It's sort of like your dancer name. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sarah Papalardo. You even told me before that's the part of your name you wanted me to name. I wanted you to land. I wanted you to land. <laughs> you wanted me to land that. You yeah. were asking for trouble to just put him in his head about that. I know. I know. Because really, I mean, Papa. I remember Papa. Papa is very easy to remember. <laughs> but then we went and got high. And yeah, now it's Papa Lardos. Yeah. Which is just more of me. Yeah. In a nice way. Yeah. Um, Sarah, the question I always ask my guests at, at the top of the show is, uh, what is your personal relationship to marijuana? Uh, so, man, my brain is always going. And the only thing that like stops the linear progression of thoughts is marijuana. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I love it so much. One, because it stops my brain from just like going on loop to that, like never sleeps. But like, I get to like stop in moments yeah. and like really like look at them from 360 degrees and like take the time to just do one thing and then do another thing. And I think it's like a brain vacation that I need at the end of a day. Yeah. So, nice. yeah. Yeah. You know, I think um, I, I can so relate to that. I think that that also would pretty, pretty almost identically describe my relationship with marijuana as well. Mm. Um, I, I think for me, where some people, I think it makes them like crazy or, or paranoid or whatever. Feel like it just slows me down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, awesome. Thanks for being here, Sarah. Thank you. Uh, and my other guest is Beth Newell. Ah, uh, there we go. Thank you for that. Lovely. Uh, Beth, thanks for being here. And um, I'll ask you the same question. What uh, What is your personal relationship to Mary Jane? Um, I would agree with the sentiments that Sarah said. I would say I, um, I feel like for at times it's like... Um, like Sarah said, it's like a way for you to see things from a different perspective and just like chill out in the moment. But yeah. at times I feel like it becomes too much of an escape where it's like if I'm smoking too much or like too often, it's just like, I don't know. It's just mm. doesn't have the same effect anymore. Like yeah. there needs to be a pause between yeah. smoking Sweet. weed to yeah. like, to like accumulate life. <laughs> I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I think, uh, I think the, I think in weed culture, they call that a hiatus okay. is what it's supposed <laughs> to be called yeah. to help, um, a tea break. Yeah, yeah. Tea break. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I think that's, I think that's very healthy. Yeah. 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 That makes sense to me. I don't do that often enough. Maybe I should do that. Yeah. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> <laughs> Counterpoint. Yeah. There is that. There Nate is Dog that. For, the, for the defense. Yeah. I could do that or I could just. Smoke weed. There very is. rarely. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. I meant smoke weed every day. Um, awesome. Well, welcome, guys. 
welcome. Thanks. Excited to have you guys. Here. I'm impressed with these clips you have, Randy. Mm-hmm. That's like a lot of effort. I feel like. Oh, yeah. we just to go to sleep sometimes. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. DJ Blue Dream works hard. He works hard. That's this is 809 variations. Yeah. No. <laughs> he literally. That, this is all he does. Is he just sits at home and just creates. <laughs> yeah. What's another thing? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Your mom comes in with a sandwich. You're like, I'm working on my art. Yeah. <laughs> Smoke weed. Yeah. With a good outlook. And all of his friends are very worried about him. Uh, uh, Very concerned. But uh, he locks his door. He won't let anybody in. He keeps it locked. Um, awesome. Well, uh, let's jump into our first segment, yeah. shall we, DJ Blue Dream? Mm-hmm. This first segment, everybody, is called A Hypothetical Situation. What do you do when you got a situation that you know is all theoretical? But you're high when you're high, we call that situation hypothetical. It's a hypothetical situation. It's a hypothetical situation. It's a hypothetical situation. It's a hypothetical situation. There it is. All right. Oh, there it is. Um, awesome. So the hypothetical situation is... Um, it is putting you into, you are high right now. You are stoned. Correct. Shame on you. <laughs> uh, you are high and I'm putting you into a hypothetical situation and uh, you have to act that out as if you would in real life if you were doing this, right? Okay. Do our um, two cards correspond to each other or they're just two random They do not. They're things. just two random things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, what if our, what if our hypothetical was exactly the same? What if we just were like, oh yeah, like the matrix. That'd yeah. be a, that'd be a funny way uh, to fuck with the the guests. Yeah, do you, does does yours make sense? Uh, I think so. You? Yeah. I, do we introduce ourselves or we just start interacting as? <laughs> okay. uh, so I will. Th- these are all valid questions, by the way. Um, if there's one thing that's been, cons- I guess my first question would be, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so funny too because if there's one thing that I would say has been very consistent on this show, it has been that that question comes yeah. all the time. And, and our response has been to not fix and yeah. not fix the yeah. part where we can explain it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so basically I just handed both of you, uh, an index card and what's written on there is, is a hypothetical situation. And so, um, I'll sort of, you know, uh, we'll start with one of you at a time. And and if it turns into some sort of like scenic thing, that's, that's totally fine. But you're going to act as if you're in this situation, talking to somebody or, uh, or, or what have you with each other or to you. I'm sorry. Um, it could be to me, I guess to the world, to the world, to the universe. Oh, it's to, a monologue. It's a dramatic yes. monologue. Mm, okay. Yeah. Mm. It's right. like a monologue. I need you to use more acting terms. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Yeah. So this is like a monologue. This is like uh, a monologue. Okay. Um, yeah, exactly. Or, you know, um, sometimes it turns into a scene as well. Sometimes it turns into a scene, but, um, yeah, whatever happens, happens, right? Okay. That's that's the joy of this this podcast. Beautiful. I should say the theme of, of the hypothetical situation this month is, because we are in November here, uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving! <laughs> what if that was the national song to Thanksgiving? <laughs> like every year for Thanksgiving, like, Families gather around the table and then they, they, before they start eating, they play that song. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah, that is, that is. Um, 
Did you guys have a chance to look at your cards? Yeah, sure. can I ask another question? <laughs> Absolutely, please yeah. do. I, uh, I just want to make sure I'm on the same page with you. Uh, is this like the game password where we're not supposed to try, we're supposed to try not to say anything that's on the card? Like no. Like we're trying you, not to give it away or we can literally introduce ourselves. Yeah. You can literally you can read okay. from wow. it. You yeah. can read from wow. it directly. You can it. literally read, uh, introduce yourselves. You can say what's written on the card. You can go, yeah, anything. It's not a guessing game or anything okay. like that. Can I get, I'm going to guess anyway. You're going to guess. I'm going to guess after I know what the answer is. <laughs> <laughs> Even though she says distinctly what it yeah. is. Yeah. 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 Um, you give a are you going to give a non-consensual Do you want guess? us to read the card? You don't want us to read the card though out loud. No, I mean, you I definitely can. definitely saying you can read the card. Yeah. I just want to know what I'm supposed to do before I get started. Yeah. yeah. Put it in your own words. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? I think so. Okay. All right. Put it in any words. Who, uh, why don't we, uh, why don't we start with you, Sarah? Uh, okay. <laughs> Sarah Papalardo. Uh, you are hosting a multicultural Thanksgiving and are asked to do the blessing, but try to include all religions and beliefs. Wow. So, um, everybody, thanks for coming to my Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> finally decided to do it. Family style with uh, everybody in the neighborhood and every time preceding this precise moment in time. Thank you all for coming. I didn't think you would fit. Um, <laughs> so let me start from the beginning. Um, the Jews and the Christians in the room. Um, I want you to know I... Um, I'm a reluctant um. supporter of Israel sometimes, <laughs> but also maybe not. And Karen, you don't have to do this. We can just say you the know prayer. What? We can just say you the know prayer. You know what, Carol? <laughs> I'm trying to be respectful. We're, we, we said we were okay with you saying the prayer. We're not going to yeah. fight you on it like last year. Just say the prayer. We don't need. I just don't want another fight this year. <laughs> It could be generic. It could be generic oh. if you want. Oh, God. No, I have to get through this. I started, and okay. it would be even worse if I didn't get through it. Um, so, Quakers, uh, Amish, are you even a religion? Of course you are. Um, I'm sorry this is so fancy and that we have lights on. Um, can you and turn them off, please? Yes. Can you please turn the I'll lights off? I'll dim them for the... <laughs> Who is <that>? other <laughs> Jebediah? The Zoroastrians. Um, I just want to say I respect you. Uh, we don't have to agree on everything, but I respect where you're coming None from. None of these people are here, so can we just eat the <laughs> I, Thanksgiving I'm, meal? Look, yeah. I, just, I, I started this. Just hold it. Just hold it for one minute. Yeah, everybody here is pretty agnostic except for that guy who's Amish. Oh, he's the only one here that I, I think is. I, just give a. He's a good guy, you know. Yeah. You just give him a second. Okay, I, I like him. I, li I invited him. <laughs> it's weird that you invited that random guy to Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, I just I had some of his ice cream and it was it was delicious. Some of the best ice cream I ever had. Not everything is just a hangout where you just grab whoever you run into on okay. the way over. Okay, you know? okay. Is that we're getting on me now? Where we've got Sarah over here going through every religion and history. I haven't even gotten to the Muslims. All the sex. <laughs> when are you going to get to my culture? <laughs> oh, I forgot. 
What? I, I come on. Uh, yeah, try to the, guess what culture it is. Let me guess. Yeah, Sarah, you've got a sixth sense mm, for this stuff. <laughs> are you dead? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I knew it. When are you going to get to I the Hadeans? That's right. Uh, Ghost Hades. culture. Yeah. Yes, I'm a Hadesian. The Hadesian. <laughs> live in Hades. I will say, I will say I'm, I'm a pretty progressive person, but I did not know there was going to be a ghost here. <laughs> I was not expecting there to wow. be a ghost here. Wow. Wow. We, they come classic. from all walks. Classic. That's fine. Classic straight People. white alive man. <laughs> we all know what happens when people from Hades move into the neighborhood. <laughs> oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. God, I agree. Just have some respect for the one Hadian in the neighborhood. <laughs> He'll be taking care of your kids. <laughs> <laughs> is that your decision? That is my decision. As the prayer giver at this dinner, I will decide on a few things that happen in this very diverse neighborhood. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate. It. I appreciate where you come from. Thank you. Oh. And if you, I will take care of your kids. If yep. you, if you'd like, you can bring your kids to me for six months of the year. Uh, no. I trade them that. for four or five pomegranate seeds, and then you can send them back. Yep. That's where you get paid. Yes, pomegranate seeds. Oh, Why? oh boy! <laughs> ancient Greek myth thing. Oh, okay. Oh, speaking of Greek myth, oh, uh, those who still <laughs> believe in either Greek or Roman gods. Good for you for keeping it up. <laughs> Ding dong. <laughs> oh, there's someone at the door. <laughs> Can you get my delivery? Uh, hey, it's me, a famous chef. Uh, uh, <laughs> I gotta tell you about this uh, uh, special little casserole I brought over. Oh, oh, it's oh, oh yeah. It's, is this it, is another friend that I invited over, Sarah, who is a, it's uh, me, a famous a chef. Famous chef. <laughs> oh, I uh, I love famous chefs. Yeah, I. We You're have, probably very uh, familiar. I, I am, and I just want to say uh, I also respect the non-famous chefs in the room. So if we can just create some space for them. Uh, well, you know. my family worked hard to make me uh, the best chef, and uh, I deserve a little respect. Uh, no, and the most famous. The my, most famous the chef. The most. I can relate because my father was also a famous hardworking chef, so I can relate to you on a lot of levels, but we have a lot of people here, so just, like, be respectful for once. You famous hardworking chef. I brought a casserole over. Oh, you brought a casserole over? Yeah. Oh. It's it's a magreen goop casserole. (laughs) Green goop casserole? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you're familiar from my cookbook, my famous cookbook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the most famous chef in the world. Yes, I know. I know you know. I'm a green goop. Everyone's eating it. Yeah. In all the stores and and the restaurant does. They copy my recipe. (laughs) You know, I've I've definitely heard of it, but um, I'm actually not. I don't know what's in it. What is? It's a green goop, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, that's. Yeah, oh, you is... don't. You can't eat Italian food. <laughs> you hate my people. You won't eat the green goop. Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a wow. second. No, wow. wait. Now, my last name is Mastriani. I'm Italian. I, I don't hate Italian people. I love Italian people and Italian foods. Uh, but, uh, but what is green goop? I don't know what that is. It's right here in front of you. <laughs> I, I see it. It looks like green goop. Yes. <laughs> But you're saying it's Italian food. 
Yes, it's Italian. Okay, is it is it vegan or is it like does it have meat in it? I I think you know it, the green Koopa. <laughs> You it's think like, I know? Just it's give it a, a try. It's a classic uh, Italiano uh, tradition with the lime jello. <laughs> the goop. Oh, you lime make it the goop. Okay. The goop. You, that, you, that... you know, you, we put the goop in the oh. pasta. It's a very uh, common Italiano tradition. Oh, I think if we translate that to English, it's a tomato sauce. It's toma- tomato sauce. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know that that's tomato sauce. Sarah. Uh, it's um, a green it. tomato. It's green tomatoes. It's, um, mm. it's definitely goop. It's the, yeah. it's a green. Goop. It. Is it okay that Sarah just took a handful of it straight from your bowl? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, we eat the goop. Oh, yeah. okay. uh, the goop isn't bad. Yeah. Um, it's uh, tastes like uh, tastes like it smells. Mm. Like a- Why is everyone's face turning green? Mm. What? Everyone's face. Oh, is oh. I forgot what? to tell you. Uh, when you eat a green coop, it's like the scene in uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory <laughs> where uh, she eats the blueberry and she turned into a blueberry. Oh, God damn it. That's the first thing you say when you bring something over. I'm sorry. Whoa. That's the first thing you should say about it. I thought it. you understood my culture. Oh, oh Sarah's getting bigger. I'm rolling away. Oh. She's a bigger pea. Oh. Bye, Sarah. Bye. <laughs> Oh no, she just fell in Hades. <laughs> oh, that's the hypothetical situation. Wow. Uh, that was fun, guys. Wow. That was fun. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I think it was cohesive. Yeah, Way absolutely. Cool. It was perfect. It was perfect. <laughs> um, that was, uh, I love the idea of just uh, <laughs> somebody bringing something like a, 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 a casserole over. That does this horrible thing, but they never, they don't tell you that first. (laughs) (laughs) It's like when, uh, have you ever been, has anyone ever given you guys or you, have you ever eaten an edible you didn't know was an edible, a a weed edible? Oh, no. No. That would be scary. It would be scary, but I know some, I know like a, a, a dude who's a big stoner and he, he made brownies and left them in the fridge. Uh, and his mom fed them to her whole book club. Oh, <laughs> did they notice? Like, they, like an hour into reading, uh, whatever, The Great Gatsby or the, whatever, they, they all oh started reading. Oh my re- God, that's so Were they just funny. freaking out? Yeah, or yeah like- I, 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 that's what I hear. Um, and he, <laughs> my, um, I'll tell this story really quick. My, my old roommate, because uh, it's actually a, a, a long story, but my old roommate um, was on his way to work and uh, we had had cookies the night before. But we also had like weed cookies as well. And my roommate on the way out um, grabbed a weed cookie to go to work. And on his way to work, which is like 45 minutes away, he started to oh, feel no. all this stuff. And he does not, he doesn't do pot at all. Oh. Uh, and he started to think that he was dying. Long story short, he pulls over to a gas station, crawls on the ground <laughs> into the gas station. They call an ambulance. An ambulance comes. Oh, no. He calls his mother. He says goodbye. Uh, <laughs> his mother, his mother uh, immediately buys him a plane ticket to Phoenix after he gets out the, out of the ER because they don't know what's wrong with him. Oh, no. uh, buys him a plane ticket to the uh, to Phoenix where he's from to take him to a neurologist. Oh, uh, he gets there and. At this time, he's in Phoenix, and I went to go eat a pot cookie 
and I noticed it was gone in the fridge. And that's when the light bulb came on. And I was like, fuck, he ate the cookie and didn't know it. So I called him in Phoenix and he had just gotten out of the neurologist. I mean, if ever someone needed a lesson to learn about not just taking other people's don't take, food. Don't yeah. take other people's shit, oh, man. That's such a good lesson. That you wasn't your cookie. Yeah. Fuck that guy. That wasn't your cookie. That's a lesson. That's a lesson. God has a plan. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, awesome, guys. Well, we're going to, um, you know what? We're going to, uh, we worked pretty hard this first uh, this first half, so we're just going to take a little blaze break. So if you're listening at home, uh, have some marijuana, I would encourage you also to take a blaze break because you've earned it. We'll be right back. Hey, stoners. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, we come to you with a new episode every single Tuesday. And, um, you know, we try to be a comedy podcast here. And I certainly don't want to come across as preachy in any way, but we do have points of view here on the podcast. We really value our listeners, no matter what their background is and who they are. And uh, we value progress on I'm Too Effing High. And we want to make sure that progress keeps moving forward by doing our part. Um, And if you're interested in doing your part by keeping progress moving forward, you know, check out some organizations, maybe donate, maybe just check out what they're all about. Uh, Places like the ACLU, Planned Parenthood, the Anti-Defamation League, Center for Reproductive Rights, Council on American Islamic Relations, the NAACP, Lambda Legal, and the Disability Rights Education and Defense Fund. These are all great organizations that um, if we all come together and just try to keep it moving forward. But, you know, if that's not your thing, that's totally okay as well. This is a stoner podcast, so everything is chill. Um, But uh, appreciate you listening, and back to this stupid stoner show. I just had a good blaze break, um, and we are back. We are back here, and uh, I'm really excited for this next segment here. Uh, This is called uh, Ask a Stoned Feminist. Mm. I don't have a sound effect because I'm a man and I will choose to Mm. listen. There aren't uh, feminist weed anthems you could draw on. I know, right? The feminist weed anthems. It's really funny. It's gotta be, right? Just like, who is the most like... Pot smoking female singer you could think of. Mm, that's a good Ooh. question. Pot Maybe Rihanna or like. Yeah, I feel like Rihanna. Rihanna definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I bet you. I bet you Beyonce blazes. Yeah. yeah. Although Jay Z does Jay Z doesn't yeah. smoke weed. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. true. He does not. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't. He, I, I think I remember reading. Um, he just doesn't like it. Like it doesn't work for yeah. his brain. I, I remember why he doesn't uh, smoke it too. Is apparently he he was sort of mentored early on by Biggie. And Biggie mm. got him very high once and then so uh, used it to prove a point that he couldn't focus on something. And Jay-Z was like, well, never again. Oh, interesting. interesting story. That's like, I like that. interesting when people have experiences like that. And then but instead of just like taking a lesson from it, they have to go 100% yeah. and like never smoke weed yeah. again. Like it could have just been a lesson of like, don't smoke weed while you're working. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. But yeah. instead he was like, I could never yeah. ever smoke weed again. Yeah. Yeah. That is a, <laughs> that is a harsh stance on something. Yeah. yeah. That is like that, that is black and white big time. Just like, yeah, never again. Um, yeah. 
Well, this segment is, uh, we've got a couple questions here that combine, um, you know, uh, different aspects of being, uh, you know, a stoned feminist and an <laughs> expert in that in the moment. Uh, and you guys will work together. You guys can work off of each other to answer the questions. Um, make sense? Yep. yep. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so these are different questions that got asked. Um, here is one right here. Uh, Beth and Sarah, can you please mansplain the difference between sativa and indica? Hmm. Well, hmm. Actually, <laughs> I, I can. I think we can tell you from our uh, visit to LA over the course of less than a week uh, as experts. I mean, of course it's different. Of course it's different. <laughs> Focus on the facts. Uh, <laughs> All right, um, I I I operate based on facts and indica and sativa. I'm gonna pull up a link. <laughs> yeah. Okay, look, it's a lot more complicated than this, but let me keep it simple I'm, for you. I'll use Siri on my phone. Indi- Siri, indica couch, <laughs> sativa up, sit up. Have you guys have you guys heard of Siri? Yeah, I mean, that? have you you don't you yes. don't know Siri? You don't know Siri? Look, look on your phone right now. No, it no, goes back no, left okay. on your phone. Look, give it to me. Apple was trying to monetize more of our search engine process. Uh, See, Siri, look up Sativa. Siri, look up Sativa. God. Indica. So it comes from the word indigo. And <laughs> sativa is about keeping your mental focus and staying alert like me all the time, babe. <laughs> Babe. Oh, okay. Great. Great. So does that answer your question? I wish wish mansplainers had a code word to let you know they were... (laughs) Babe. 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 They were a mansplainer. Yeah. yeah. It's like a little on-air light goes on above. I feel like they do have certain words they use, but I can't think of what what they are. What are they? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, you know, it's funny, like in... Before the the term was pointed out to me, Mm -hmm. I feel like I, I wasn't... Uh, as self-aware or as aware in mm-hmm. general of it. But then once that word was pointed out, uh, I just started to see, be it, everywhere. Able to see it everywhere. And yeah. I was like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like a uniquely male behavior. <laughs> yeah, it's for sure. Like, but it's just, you see it way more with yeah. men online. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there, yeah. Yeah. It's just that That's weird true. condescension where you're like, why can't you have a conversation with anyone without being like, you are wrong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or, or being surprised that somebody doesn't know something that yeah. you know. Yeah. That, that's what's so like oft putting about it is like, Hey, you know, some people don't know things about right. different things. Mm-hmm. Um, that was great. That was a great answer to that question. Um, <laughs> let's go to another question. DJ blue dream. Oh yeah. You got, um, uh, you sure. got something there? Uh, any one of these? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay. Um, so I'm a gentleman and this is one of the questions we got. I'm a gentleman and I like to hold the door open for women, but when I'm in a weed circle, is it customary to give the lady the first hit or does that make me part of the patriarchy? So I would say immediately the word gentleman is really a red flag for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, gentleman is like a, a term someone uses to like, I don't know. It it's shouldn't like, even it's, exist. It's the like analog equivalent of saying, I'm a nice guy. Yes. Here's what that's saying to me is like, Ugh. it's like saying like, I made you important by holding the door versus like, mm. I'm a human being who treats them with respect yeah. and decency. Right. Who treats people yeah. with yeah. respect. Right. Yeah. So it's like, I'm, I'm that powerful that I can like. Yeah. I uh, just use empty gestures instead of meaningful. Yeah. That's, mm. I mean, that's yeah. the problem with so much, I think of like the failure of the left in this election is everyone is like, 
trying to look like they're not racist and no one is worrying about how to actually like be not racist. Right. That's a right. really, really amazing analysis. Yep. And sexist I too, I think. I think yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Because yeah. the easiest way to not have to deal with the argument is by saying it doesn't exist, whether it's yeah. rape culture, institutional racism, anything that you can't really point a finger at, a thing you can touch, yeah. like they just say it doesn't exist. Yep. That's yeah. what's happening. Yeah, it's, ha- it's happening so much right now. But yep. it's it's such a convenient, easy way to just like shut your ears out yeah. and go la 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 la. Right. And the, and the yeah. other thing about that too is like that is an impossible thing to argue with. It's yeah. like when somebody when somebody says um, Donald Trump says racist things, and then somebody defends that by saying no, he doesn't. He's not racist. What he said is not racist. It's an impossible thing to uh, like. Even when you give examples, yeah. you know, yeah. it's like people will give examples and it'll be like, that's not racist. Oh, uh, well, then, yeah. well, then you're fucking, so yeah, weird. right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. They still it's, operate on like a 1963 idea of what not racist means. It's right. like, I didn't like hang anyone last night. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's still like, I'm not in the clan. Yeah. They're yeah. also like not willing to see the forest for the trees and like patterns of behavior. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not like that you were bad to this one person one time. It's that you're always bad to this group right. of people. Like we're all flawed. Yeah. Like we all accidentally hurt people, but it's like, Hey, you're accidentally always hurting. Yeah. <laughs> Black. And it's, yeah. and it's not always like in a big way either. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's the thing. I think people think that they're not uh, bigoted because they, they're not going up to people in the streets and screaming yeah. Like yeah. bad words to them. Right. But what they're doing instead is like these subtle little yeah. Yeah. things. Well, and right? I think now it's becoming, it feels like anyway, where slowly there's this wave awakening of people who feel very empowered to say oh, those things. Oh, out right. And I feel like, absolutely. and that exactly what you were saying, but the easiest way is to just discount it. I lost my shit when someone, and I, I try to be like, especially on social media, which is such a, uh, it's a, construct that we've made so i feel like i, I might it, you're always going to get trapped with a bunch of people who think like you so i try to have a few people and friends right. who i don't who don't but someone posted this this article the, the title of it was literally there is no uh like wave of of uh, hate crimes uh, going around here and it just was discounting all those accounts and i was just like okay you might think that from your little bubble I I know from firsthand experience yesterday that that's not the case. Right. You know what I mean? yeah. yeah. It just made me so like you can't argue with it. You just cannot argue with no no no. There's nothing yeah. happening. It's the easiest way to dismantle it. Yeah. Anyway, now that I've uh, mansplained their answer, uh, <laughs> yeah. I feel so small. Thank no. you. <laughs> do you do you gals understand? Do you understand what he meant? Yeah, yeah of course, of course. Yeah. Cool, um, cool. Just just to go back, there, there was a there was a phrase that you said before, Sarah. I mean, while you know, uh, while we're here on the subject, that that um, that nice guys phrase. Mm. Uh, that just drives me fucking crazy. Uh-huh. Uh, which is another thing that, again, as a dude, as a guy, until it's pointed out to me, until it was pointed out to me by like female friends, uh-huh. I was like, now I see it all the time. Like I'll see it on social media. I'll see it like all over of of these these guys that sort of. Um, think that because they're being kind to somebody that the, they're entitled to something and, and when they don't get it, then they yeah. flip the fuck out. Like yeah. they go crazy. Right. Yep. Yeah. It's so interesting. Yeah. It's just a thin veil over that like crazy level of inadequacy. Yeah. Like a very mm. thin veil that I mm. think 
they just and I think it just comes from this weird like transactional way of seeing the world like right. yeah I give this I get this right yeah and especially in regards to like women or like <laughs> different groups because they're like with women they're like okay you have these purposes in yeah. the world you yeah. know what I mean it's like mm. utilitarian yeah yeah I just think like uh so many of us are doing this and not realizing it, like just having a bias and unconsciously like behaving towards people in different ways. And I feel like you just need to ask yourself questions like, okay, did I, when I went in this room and met a bunch of people, did I only remember the names of the dudes? You know what I mean? Like, did I like, right. who am I paying attention to in my day to day and like giving importance yeah. to? Yeah. yeah. Cause it's like, it's all these yeah. small little That's things true. that we're like, that's an interesting point, Caitlin. We're just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? I'm but, being a monster. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. No, but, but it's yeah, not it's like true. they yeah. think they think it would be like a hate thing, and it's not. It's just like an overlooking of that mm-hmm. group a lot yeah. of the time. It it feels like it's a little like death by a thousand paper cuts. Like exactly. it's yeah. all these. Right. It's this slow bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a, um. It's a good answer. Can I, can I ask answer. a question? Actually, this is not. This is not on yeah. on this just because it's Ask me being a comedy nerd about it. Uh, but when so when you guys let's say you were to write something using what we just talked about, mm-hmm. right? Are you do you guys think of it as uh, do you guys think off the target of it a little bit, like what you're trying to say with it, or is it more what's the what's just the funniest part of this? I, because there is a tar- there is a target. I right? think we. I wouldn't necessarily say I would think this is true for like sketch or other forms of comedy, but mm-hmm. with satire, I think it's really important to sort of come at the main target of the joke or the situation. Like Mm. with the election, like it was like so clear, I think to us that like racism and sexism were sexism were looming huge. And it was like, let's try to like, like nail the bullseye (laughs) of the situation. If we're going to like get people to care in any way, not that we necessarily think we're like changing minds, but like just getting people to notice something. Yeah. And uh, like the, yeah. So I think, I don't know. We just want the joke to sort of like reference that at some point or like Yum. address the reality. Yeah. Mm. I mean, at this point it was like, okay, the the target is broad. It's just like Trump. Mm-hmm. But then right. we just kind of like list out all the potential takes. Like what's, what are the sub stories of this big story? Mm. And then find the weird thing about that. So mm. it's like, yeah, there's a target, but also we're all, we are looking for the weird thing yeah. within it. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I always, feel like it's important to me to try to find the person who's like most responsible in the situation. If we're, if we're trying to be like, this thing is bad uh, in the world, then it's like, I feel really conscious of like, who am I going to make fun of as a public figure? And are they really doing like more harm than good? And do I want to like take that person down? That's what happens when it's like female figureheads. We were talking about this last night, like big, big people who are kind of like on the precipice of like privilege in terms of all like, like the Lena Dunham's and the Amy Schumer's and the, you know, like right. these people with like so much privilege that they are up for ridicule, but also like they're still women right. and they still like experience the like mm-hmm. microaggressions we deal with. Mm-hmm. So it becomes a very complicated satirical target mm. when it's like you're wherever you're coming from with your own bias informs like how you'll read the piece, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and that's why we like try to keep it to like, at least where we think there's like a broad agreement about like what the take is on this. Like in this yes. case, Trump, it's yeah. like, it's very 
obvious. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's an easy one. Yeah. 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 That's that one's probably pretty easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You would think though, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's still we just still do get some pitches that are like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of people just screaming at the void and mad. Yeah. yeah. Which I get. Like. Yeah. It is that weird sensitive time now where I'm like, there are so many people who are sad and angry and affected where it feels mm-hmm. like the take can't anymore be what a silly goofy man with yeah. small hands and a dumb voice but it's like now it's it's a dangerous yeah. man that's what i think of, like yeah. that's what i've seen in com- like both actually created comedy and like facebook comment comedy of like comedians we know is like i think for some of the white guys and definitely i'm sure white women are guilty of this too it's like the the topic will be something serious like black lives matter and like we're still coming at it with our silly like dumb tiny hand jokes. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just Mm -hmm. like, I just feel like we need to, for, for those of us who have like a limited time to like get our message across, it's like, you want to pick the right target. I think Mm -hmm. like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I totally. keep asking yourself, like, what is this really about? No. Right. Yeah. What is it really about? Because I've just, I know What's it's like, it seems yeah. so harmless. And I know like people don't mean to be insulting or hurtful. But like, if someone's posting about a situation where people are getting harassed or hurt in any like way and you're, and you come in with a joke that's like totally unrelated to that pain or like acknowledging it mm-hmm. just because you're like, oh, the person involved. And this has a funny name or like mm-hmm. he wore a funny shirt yeah. and you're like, guys, like, yeah, <laughs> well, I, I, yeah. I feel, and I mean, and this is me just tone uh, deaf, right? I mean, yeah. that's incredibly yeah. tone deaf. Yeah. yeah. But this is me just being a fan, but I feel like reductors very often. What I'm really impressed by is when you guys have uh, pieces that are acknowledging the painful part and still making that mm-hmm. funny or shining yeah. a light on it. Yeah. I think you guys do that really well, like walk that exact line and it's, uh, it's really impressive. And yeah. I don't want to say like, you can't do like fart jokes. I think there's like room for that in the world. I just, it's like, don't do a fart joke. About don't waste your fart racism. joke on like <laughs> yeah. our generations, nine yes. 11, you know? Yeah. That's <laughs> so fascinating. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good thing to live by. So if, if you're looking for a, a career out there in comedy, just remember that don't, waste your fart jokes yeah right yeah. don't waste your don't fart waste jokes your you yeah. only get a few in a lifetime that's right that's <laughs> right uh let's do one more question okay. here um uh i'm a feminist and a stoner mm. but all of the paraphernalia that i smoke out of is very phallic what is something i can smoke out of that celebrates the female anatomy <laughs> <laughs> uh, were you gonna say roll that one back? <laughs> were you gonna say my vagina? Uh, I was gonna say my vagina. I was gonna say my vagina. <laughs> but I didn't. You see the so difference there? It is I didn't funny. say it. It's it's funny to use female uh, anatomy in an aggressive way because it's like never mm. been perceived that, that, that way. That was me. Right. That was me um, self editing because I didn't want to f- like feel like a, a what aggressive if, about what, that. Right. What if uh, yeah? That's what if one of those like, like S and M smoke out of my vagina? <laughs> What if, what if your S&M dominatrix was just like a football coach? Like, I'm going to hit you with my tit. Like, <laughs> oh. 
I think I have a new kink, you guys. So yeah, cool. Just discovered it. So does that answer her question? I think so. I think great, it does. Yeah, yeah, I awesome. think that does. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, that was great. And that was uh, Ask a Stoned Feminist. Yes. We, yeah. uh, a really fascinating uh, discussion. I know. Yeah. I know. I loved I loved uh, that we got into it. Um, yeah. I mean, you got we, to. Uh, you got to. like it is, I feel. Yeah. yeah. Yes. People like us because we say what they're thinking. Yeah. We're saying what they're thinking. You're just saying what they're thinking. Yeah. Because you read their minds. Mm-hmm. That's your superpower. <laughs> and then you tell like everybody. Yeah. People think comedy is just like ha-has, but it's like telekinetic ability. Yeah. 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 It's and more like... Mm, yeah. That doesn't get talked about. Like on Mark Maron's it, podcast, no, no one ever talks about that aspect nope. of yeah, it. So. And it's like, for me, it's like 100% of the craft is just controlling minds. Exactly. Same. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh <laughs> That's if you, if you have that ability, you're like, oh, I can read minds now. I'm going to be a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> you have this amazing ability. Uh, and then you choose this life. Um, let's jump over to uh, uh, before we go on to our last and final segment here. Uh, it's time for DJ Blue Dreams. Good vibe minute. Good vibes. Oh, not bad vibes, good vibes, bad vibes, get out of here, good vibes, good vibes. DJ Blue Dreams, good vibes, minute. Who sang that? Uh, my girlfriend. Okay, <laughs> I like it. Oh, yeah, cool, cool. Uh, that was Gillian the Seam, everybody. Uh, oh, it was up. beautiful. Yeah. I really liked it. Tell her I say hi. <laughs> oh, I will. Cool. You know? We don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's also in the, in the comedy Just world. So as feminists, tell her we say hi. Yeah. Oh, nice, yeah. nice, nice. Oh, she's not a feminist. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. She's a, a very yeah. prominent men's rights. Oh, yeah. okay. I know. Uh, yeah. She's yeah. right, madam. She ain't no cuck. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't a cuck. Uh, so the good vibes minute is where I just uh, take, you know, take a little minute to share something that gives you good vibes. Right. I, I feel like uh, I feel like I need him. Uh, this actually would have been a really funny, what, what you were saying earlier, save your fart jokes, I think was the mm. conclusion we reached about comedy, mm-hmm. would have been a good transition. What this good vibes moment is, is just about the world's oldest joke or known joke. Okay. Uh, um, and the world's oldest joke that academics could find uh, harkens back to 1900 BCE. So uh, what is that, like 4,000-ish years old? Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's a it's a Sumerian, I may be saying that wrong, Sumerian proverb, which is like, a, I think a, it was a district of Mesopotamia, mm-hmm. which is now southern Iraq. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and this is the the oldest joke in the world. And guess what? It's a fart joke. Really? Really? Yeah. The joke is, I'm, and I'm not 100% sure I get it or if it had something to do with the culture at the time, but we know farts are involved. So, uh, this is the joke. Something which has never occurred since time immemorial. A young woman did not fart in her husband's lap. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, so the joke was that women always, always fart. fart. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, is that just a cult in, in ancient <laughs> Sumer? Where it was, there was just a lot of... Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of women farting their husband's laps. Maybe it was the you. diet. They had a rich yeah. diet. Of, <laughs> a rich, yeah. A lot of like fruit. You probably of weren't many places to sit, so you're always sitting on your husband's yeah. lap. You just had one yeah. chair per sense. household. You were, I guess, if you considered your wife property, you'd probably want to show her mm. off in your lap like that. Yep. Oh, yeah. 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 That's true. Mm. I just mm. love though that like that was. A joke, <laughs> right? Because it, I like it's uh, I, it, the language of it. I didn't, I didn't see a setup there, so I didn't get what the punchline. <laughs> yeah, was. The, the structure is I not guess. contemporary yeah. joke structure, definitely. Which that would be. I'm not. 
being critical of their of their joke. I'm not being you critical. You just have some notes. I do yeah. have some thoughts. <laughs> maybe that was joke structure back yeah. then. Was the, the way you structured it was you started it with like a something and a colon, like right. something which has never occurred since time immemorial. All jokes yeah. were like something that would be insane to yeah. see happen. And you, you guys should, and that would um, just like time travel back in time with your current <laughs> day, modern day knowledge of comedy yes. and then mansplain yes. people's jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and then at that point, nobody knows what mansplaining is, so nobody will fucking complain about it. Yeah. So just yeah. be able to, it we'll, will be like regular guys. Just be like, how did you get here in these clothes? Regular guys. <laughs> regular terrible guys. guys. <laughs> just some regular guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this shirt? This shirt here? <laughs> um, uh, yeah. yeah, anyway, that's, that's, the oldest, so funny. that's the oldest joke. It's a weird joke. Yeah. Uh, I don't get it. There's, they also found a bunch of other jokes. They found like the oldest British joke. That's a dick joke. Ooh. It's so funny how fart jokes and dick jokes and like you it's know, primal. I guess. What if there were it's other universal. jokes before Sumerian jokes, but they Probably were so were. bad that the people who found them just like, couldn't even recognize the attempt. Yeah, that's a that's a oh, really yeah. strong possibility. They just we, didn't we know. Just they have was, no idea. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. They're like, I think we're approaching comedy. They yeah. just looked like one of those like onion parody things. What if um <laughs> you know one of those like fake onion sites that <laughs> copy the onion? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the like that's our ancient history. It's yeah. just people who are putting out lies into the world. <laughs> wait, wait. All what of if, history is an insane exactly. lie. Exactly. Yeah. It's just propaganda. It's just so like funny. it's all the propaganda they're writing down. They're like, this is the truth, and uh, <laughs> this is what's going on here. And I mean, now we're like, that's facts. That's history. history. Is written by the victors. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like most of what we have is because certain people won. <laughs> yeah. What if a fart yeah. lost and like we just lost an entire potential history of like <laughs> oh fart governed comedy? It was a, a uh, world where farts reign supreme. Yeah. It was like the, the yeah. original, the earth Some, fart. Yeah. The, the Some like zero- monk was like, uh, joking about farts is uh, unholy. Yeah. Um, they're not a good thing. Don't ever talk about yeah, that. Yeah. And yeah. then there was like the fart inquisition when they were yeah. purged from comedy for a few hundred and years. There was a young stand up comedian named Lenny Bruce who came out and just Fearless. started doing fart jokes. And people were like, let's break out of it. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then it was like the Matrix and like shit got magical. Yeah. Um, and history just keeps repeating itself, you know. Mm-hmm. Just it's all cyclical. Yep. It's all cyclical. It's round yeah. fart. I just love the idea of uh, like we don't realize it yet, but when you go and you look at uh, like in the pyramids where they have hieroglyphics, it's just like some ancient stand-ups one-hour special <laughs> that he wrote on a wall. And just, yeah. but we don't we don't know what it is, yeah. so we have no idea. Like mm-hmm. this was like at at its time. This set was transcendent. Like this was great yeah. comedy in yeah. ancient Egypt. Yeah. Yeah. So funny. It was just like some guy who was in his apartment making a weed yeah. song riffs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Just like DJ Blue Dream. Oh yeah. That's right. Um, great. Let's uh let's go to our last segment here. Uh called I Know I'm High, but hear me out. I know I'm high. Just hear me. And I have imbibed a lot of marijuana. Just hear me out. I've inhaled, and that's the point. Just hear me out. Just hear me out. Your girlfriend's voice is beautiful. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's her. That's her. Oh, hi. Um, I know I'm high. Uh, I, I know I'm high. But hear me out is a segment where um, I give you guys uh, an insane opinion or point of view or conspiracy theory. Um, which I feel like is pretty, um, such as farts were like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The rulers mm-hmm. of civilization. Um, 
I think this is this is a good segment because we just elected a conspiracy theorist into our highest office, so this sort of makes sense. I'm just going to get out of the way. I, once again, have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> Great. I love it. I love it. Um, I'm going to need every aspect set up. Yeah. So, so you have, um, that's your opinion, okay? Okay. On this card is my opinion as a character. Exactly. And you're going to back it up. You're going to try to justify mm-hmm. why okay. you think it's true. Um, as this high person, you know how sometimes you get high and you'll like have weird thoughts. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Well, I mean, I yes. do. By weird, answers, you yes. mean rational. Yeah. 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 <laughs> rational. That's what I mean. Yeah. Rational. Yeah. yeah. Should do like, uh, do some math. Type of thing. <laughs> um, and so you're gonna, you're gonna justify and back up the, uh, the crazy opinion. Makes sense. I understand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Should I tell you what my opinion is? Yeah. yeah let's start with Beth Newell. Mm. Okay. Um, well, I got to speak this truth to you. Avocados were created by the government to distract liberals from paying attention. <laughs> Interesting. I think, you know, it's true. The liberals love just soft, smooth mouthfeels right. and things. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're just, we're just little cucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> we just, we eat our little soft cuck food mm-hmm. and all of our, <laughs> our cuck salads. Mm-hmm. We, we, uh, we slurp up our cuck smoothies. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the government saw that in us and they just wanted mm-hmm. to shrink our pineal glands. Um, with the mm. avocados that they scrape their mind control poison onto. And uh, we're just none the wiser because we're big cuck idiots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. It's great. I'm convinced. Yeah. And Beth said that all with a bunch of avocado in her mouth. Yeah. Weird. Mm, yum. Yum. I, I'm a slave to the patriarchy. Um, I'd like to order a cuck salad, please. <laughs> um, I love way. it because it's expensive. <laughs> and soft and feminine. Mm. Cuck salad. Yum. I, lo- yum, yum, yum. I love being weak, a weak person. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, love it. Jeez. Um, thank you for your, thank you for that opinion. That's very interesting. Well, very interesting. Truth. Yeah. Yeah. I buy it. I buy mm-hmm. it. Um, Sarah, how about you? Do well, you, uh, do you have, uh, something that you want to justify here? Oh baby. Would I like to opine, uh, <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. So I should just say the most interesting thing about Mr. Cumberbatch is that a lot of people find him attractive while he is, uh, objectively not attractive Mm. how does that work um well uh it's because he's not actually human but he is actually cgi um you ever see the the television show westworld yes Mm -hmm. Yes. yeah Yeah. uh it was originally actually inspired by benedict cumberbatch (laughs) um it's not i don't think it's cgi point to say but what if it was well that's neither here nor there my point is your point is my point is benedict cumberbatch is um 
nothing you expected him to be right. uh, because he is just a, a mere construct who was designed by some programmers mm. um, who reacts mm-hmm. semi-intelligently only to play uh, confusing, nerdy uh, dorks <laughs> that somehow women <laughs> remain attracted to. So um, why, there's only- why did they, what do they stand to gain from programming? <laughs> um, I think Benedict Cumberbatch was actually a mistake. They wanted oh. to make a fuckable woman that they could that they could have sex with, and then they <laughs> they fucked it up and they made Benedict Cumberbatch. They were like mm, fuller lips. It's not quite right. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no bigger no. eyebrows. Okay. Uh, yes. Higher <laughs> cheekbones. And they were like, right. Carl, you're fired. <laughs> right. uh, but I want a woman with a Y shaped face. Yeah. But let's put it out into the world anyway as an actor. <laughs> oh, Carl. Oh, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> So I hope that helps. <laughs> that, well, yeah. Where yeah, did my, yeah, I did it. I just give you my water? I stole it. Wow. She stole it. I saw her that, snag it. I didn't even see it. I saw her I, snag um, it. So if he were. I'm, uh, I'm like that guy who deserved to uh, have a weed induced hallucination. <laughs> <I> steal food. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, she just put a bunch of weed in you there. You just bath salted yourself. <laughs> um, Sorry. Um, if somebody, th- this is a weird question. Um, see, if somebody were really CGI, like, would you would you be able to touch them? Because CGI is that like, just like, yeah, no, you're just, just image, an, an just image. image, yeah, just yeah. an image, right? yeah. Computer graphics, yeah, it's like graphics. <laughs> I I can so never fun. remember the eye. Oh Compu- yeah, oh computer yeah. I think, graphics. Like, people in the industry just say CG. I feel like I know yeah. I know someone who does that. So it's true. Oh, like, so uh, much cooler. <laughs> too fucking cool to say the last letter. Yeah. That movie's CG. all CG, bro. Yeah. It's all CG. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I keep hearing about everyone being into what is this new thing, VR? Yeah. <laughs> Virtual reality. And mm-hmm. I never have any fucking idea what they're talking about. Yeah. Like, uh, I, and it, yet we've been in several meetings together where someone mentions VR and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. And yes, I'm like, uh-huh. VR. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I understand it. I just don't understand the practical purpose in the but world. But you don't like, have to. All you have to know is that when someone Someone says VR, you just go, wow. <laughs> yeah. Just, it feels like something, I guess it feels like something they think they're going to monetize in some huge way, but it's like, yeah. no, it's like game playing. Like, yeah, it's I, think not, wait, I think that's where it's going to be, right? It's like, well, yeah. Did you guys see the, uh, that Black Mirror episode, San Junipero one? Yes. yes. Exactly. Yeah. They are going to find a way to monetize that's that in a fucked yeah. up way. I think I'm just not the target demo for that. Like, yeah. You, would you guys enjoy like magic? It feels like magic tricks to me, stuff like that. Like, I do you want to live in this interactive world? And I'm like, no, yeah. I'll live in my world right now. I think I feel the same way right now, mm. but I feel, I think I'm cynical about myself in the sense of at, 10 years ago, I don't think I would have believed that I spend this much time looking at a screen, you know mm. what I mean? Right. And I'm constantly escaping into that virtual world. And yeah. I feel like, so I say that now, and then if they hook me, if they get the right amount of stuff, if they make me go to some bullshit VR world yeah. where people post their opinions all the time, where I'll be like, yep, I'm going right. to I'll be there too much. You know right. what I mean? I'm cynical about my own. I mean, another way to look at it, too, is you say that now, Beth, but how do you know that this isn't 
some virtual reality mm-hmm. that somebody else. If it is, it's like I want out. I want. You want out. I want the real deal. <laughs> you want this. What if there is no real I'm, deal? I've yeah. had enough of this cuck world. <laughs> <laughs> Unplug me, please. Well, it uh, does feel like we're on the cuck timeline. Yeah. 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 This, is, I, this is what happens. Some gamers programmed a world for us, and we're stuck in it. Yep. And they're fucking mm-hmm. MRA basement dwelling yeah. guys. And you're yeah. Like, uh, check, please. Can I get off the yeah. cuck world? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Leg off this train, please. <laughs> oh, Donald Trump just won. Can I get off? Yeah. Can I, can mm-hmm. I leave now? Like, I just, you know, like, what is it when you come to the end of a, a level and you're dead? Like, it's like, just refresh. Right. Give me all my lives yep. back. Yeah, yep. yeah. I'll try again. We got it wrong. Yep. Uh, the level should end now. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> if only. Yeah. If only. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. This has been a blast. This has been so much fun. You guys were amazing guests. Thank, Thank you, so, you much. so much. Thank you. Um, everybody check out uh, reductors.com. It's, it's super amazing. funny um, and poignant and it's great. Um, do you want people to find you guys on, on Twitter or um, anything? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. Twitter handles? I'm Beth New. And I'm your Papalardo. Your pop dare you to spell it? <laughs> yeah, good luck, guys. Not with an S. Not with an S. Nope. Um, also, um, we do this uh, new episode of I'm Too Effing High every Tuesday, and uh, check us out on Twitter at yeah. I'm Too Effing High. And we, when you listen to this, we probably have a live show coming up soon at UCB Franklin. Yeah, you should come to it. Diff- we do a bunch of different stuff that you don't get to experience on the podcast. Yeah, so. every month, uh, every uh, once, uh, the second Friday of every month, mm-hmm. uh, UCB Franklin. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for listening, you guys. See you later, cucks. Hey, stoners, if you like Sarah and Beth, be sure to check out Reductors.com. It's a hilarious uh, women's satirical magazine. Think like the onion meets uh, Cosmo. It's super funny. Um, And if you like that, be sure to check out their new book, How to Win at Feminism, The Definitive Guide to Having It All, and then some. Aubrey Plaza, who's a famous person, says, quote, I didn't understand why blood was coming out of my vagina until I read this book. This book is basically my fucking mother. So, um, you know, sounds like it's pretty great. I'm definitely going to pick up a copy and uh, you should too.